Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. If you are listening to this as it is released, it is a Saturday and it is a beautiful Saturday at that. If you're in sunny, sunny Melbourne, it's like 29 degrees today uh, and I haven't really stepped outside so there's nothing really more for me to report. But in this podcast, I wanted to talk about the inverse law and kind of about how to live your love life on your terms and what we call beggars can't be choosers. And uh, let's just uh, jump into it. So it's it's interesting because, and, and for the ladies listening to this, I want you to really hear this because recently I've had a, a number of guys that are coming to me. Like it's it's really interesting, the sheer amount of guys that I'm interacting with and talking to and... Um, it's, it's more than I'm normally interacting with uh, since I've been now exclusively working with women. And uh, I just the reason why I bring that up is because I want us to all know that our problems are universal. That if there are any problems or any solutions that people are experiencing or wanting to, it's not a man's thing, it's not a woman's thing. Sure, there's things like masculine and feminine, but even that is not related down to uh, what's going... You know, it's not like birth this and man this and man that, you know? And, and the more we think that we're separate, the more we will be separate. The more we think we're the same, the more we'll be the same. And just as uh, a general thing, what I found here is uh, that a lot of guys uh, are afraid of having emotions. You know, they're, they're afraid because they're like, oh, but aren't emotions bad? Having emotions are bad. And then a lot of girls in this old paradigm that they're separate, then they think that, you know, men don't really care as much. I mean, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's the strong thing. It's like, men don't care as much. They don't really tap into their emotions. But the fucking truth is, the way out is to tap into our emotions, is to feel and let our emotions run the show. And then people think that's bad. They say, oh, no, but I don't want to be emotional. I don't want to be this kind of emotional person. But fuck it. You know, how do we know when we're thirsty? How do we know when we're hungry? It's like there's a sensation on our body. And I would describe as emotions just as sensations. They are things that create motion. Very simple. Things that create motion. And so emotions, if we just use that very base definition, that very reductionist, that emotions are things that create motion, sensations on our body. Hunger then by that definition is an emotion. Happiness, then, is a definition that is emotion. And so what we want to do, then, is work towards what I call automatic action. We want things to happen automatically. We want things to just be progress-based that, you know, we don't want it to be fucking work. That's the key here. And the reason why I talk about this is because um, yesterday I was talking to a couple of guys. And when I'm talking to these guys, they're talking to me about their relationship issues with girls and... It's so funny because I hear a number of girls that go, guys just want sex. And I'm talking to these guys and these guys are buzzing for love. They're buzzing for a relationship and most people, what do they do? They look for it in the wrong place. You know, they they get sex and they think, oh, that's kind of like love. We'll settle for that. Or people, we get uh, television and we go, that's it. So we'll settle for that. You know, it's because we limit ourselves with our own potential thoughts. And when I'm talking to these guys, Actually, here's a universal like thing that I find with a lot of, um, not a lot of guys, but it's, it's, it's a common thing that I find that it's like cultural conditioning. That, and this I find a lot of women do as well. It's like we're not happy until we get 
the best or some people aren't happy until they get the best, the best relationship, the best job, the best this, the best that. But then we have some weird preconceived notions of what the best is because it's a fucking mental game is what some people do. They think that, you know, the best looks like this. You must be, the the person must be attractive, have this kind of thing, this, 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 this. And what they perceive the best to be is something that's hard to get. If we have to work for it, it must be good. That's the that's the common misconception. You know, because what do we do? We don't take things that we get for free. Uh, we don't respect those things. You know, but usually when those things are gone, you then respect them. You know, you, you don't really... Some people don't respect the house that they're in until the house is gone. You know, some people don't respect the relationships that they're in until the relationship is gone. But the reason why I bring this up for this particular podcast is because I see this common. This is quite a common thing. That people, they're not happy. And, you know, like, you know, it's it's so funny. It's like we... They, and this is what I mean by we got to let our emotions run the show. Because when our mind runs the show, we end up looking for some grand unified, uh, grand unified meaning for relationships. Some grand unified significance or some grand unified theorem. And then... Uh, what a common occurrence is for this grand unified theorem is, you know, have you ever, like, it's so funny. It's like, so for example, someone might say, oh, every time I'm interested in someone, they don't like me. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that. But then someone else might say, you know, every time someone likes me, I don't like them. I don't know if you've experienced that. And then in that moment, then... Because the mind is running the show, not your heart, not your fucking body, but your mind is running the show. Then people create some grand unified delusion, or in this case, some grand unified theory about how relationships go. So then they decide, right, that, oh, okay, uh, obviously... The girls, or the, in, I'm talking about girl uh, guys, so this is specific because this was in this case with these men, but you can easily replace it with women as well. You know, uh, I'm working more and more with more genders and whatever, and I think like in the future I might change everything to get them hooked, or, or just go by my name, uh, but it doesn't really matter for now. But in this case, these guys, when I was talking to them, I was really honest with them. I'm like, hey, guys, so you're telling me that you think that if a girl likes you, you won't like them, that that's just how it is. And if you like a girl that they won't like you, that's how it is. And they're like, yes, that's exactly how it is. And this is a result of the mind taking place. And I see this all the time in women as well. Because then women will be like, oh, okay, you know, uh, you know, guys just want sex. So how do I intricately play the fucking chess game so that way I get a guy who doesn't just want sex? But then you close off your sexuality, which is a part of your emotions, which creates motion in other people as well. And so you shut down that center and then you shut down all parts of it. So when we try and play a fucking mental game, right, then we lose touch with what's really going on and our ability to connect, our ability to wire together. You know, there's a phrase that things that wire together, uh, no, was it things that fire together, wire together? And that's to do with psychology. So for example, if you feel good every time you tie your shoes, pretty soon you're gonna wanna tie your shoes because they make you feel good. And it's the same things with people, you know? People that make each other feel good, pretty soon when you feel good or you wanna feel good, you go to that person. Very simple, that's like how the mind works. But 
here's the truth, right? I want to talk about inverse law, and this is a very universal thing. And my God, the people who I work with one-on-one, like I, I have right now two people in my intensive program, so I have two spots left. So if you are interested in it, message me. I have a bunch of calls set up for this weekend, so spots are running fast. Um, but straight up, right? Fucking straight up. These people are starting to get it. They start to get that emotions come first and then actions. You know, I've been saying this over and over again. You don't, you don't get into a relationship to be happy. You get into a relationship because you're happy. But what does that mean? You know, what exactly does that actually mean? Because some people don't fucking get it. You know, they say, but you know, but how can I be happy if I'm not in the relationship? Or they say, you know, it's kind of like, it's like saying, it's like saying like, for example, like losing weight. You know, you don't lose weight to be happy. You lose weight because you're happy. But then people say, but I can't do it because I'm not happy. It's like, "Mm, okay. You know, you don't hang out with your friends to be happy. You hang out with your friends because you're happy, right? There is an air of difference. And if you try and hang out with your friends when you're not happy, what do you do? You end up sucking from them. You end up taking from the relationship rather than giving. But if you're in that happy state, right? What happens is, is you end up giving to that relationship, giving, 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 giving. You make them feel good, man. Then that fuels the relationship. That's 10 times better. But let's even look at that friendship example even more, because when we look at the friendship example even more, it's even more beautiful. And here's the part I really want you to hear. Because if we use the friendship just as an example, right? What happens is, is if you, you know, if you contact your friends because you're happy, you do it because you're sharing, you're fueling the relationship. You you operate in alignment with your emotions. So we might as well get our emotions in check because when we tune our frequency to the right emotional frequency, we then tailor the experiences. And what people don't understand here, and I really want you to understand specifically, is that we bring out our emotional state in other people. It's a beautiful thing. So for example, you know, um, what will happen is, is that if you're talking to someone and I'll, I'll give you two examples here, one for the girls, one for the guys, uh, two example, which is going to be really interesting. But what will happen is, is when you, um, when you're operating in a happy state, you are more likely to bring that happiness out in other people. When you are operating in a sad state, you are more likely to bring out that sadness in other people. So what do you want? Do you want a happy relationship or do you want a sad relationship? Now, let's bring out some two examples. And one example I've probably brought out before and the other example I have not because it's a rather recent example. So the the one that I brought out before was to do with this one time where I was feeling rather peckish and there's this vegan uh, fast food place in Melbourne called Lord of the Fries. Now, back when I was eating that stuff and back when I was single, uh, and it's really funny, I say back when I was single, to confuse you guys because then it's like, am I single? Am I not? It's one of those things that I never reveal to people unless I'm working with them privately. Um, just because I think it's funnier that way. Um, but, um, so back when I was single, (laughs) um, I, I go to this Lord of the Fries and there was a cute girl there and I'm like, okay, we locked eye contact. That's good enough for me. And I order my food and I sit down with her and I go, hi, you know, I'm Harvey. I'll be your dinner date. And she starts talking to me. We're talking, but then she starts complaining about her problems. She says, you know, I'm, 
you know, I'm happy being single, but you know, I just, I wish I had someone around and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, great. And I straight up said to her, I was like, well, look, you know, do you want my help? Because I happen to be the one fucking person on this earth who just synchronistically at the right time at the right place, I can help you through this. And she was like, yes, I want help. And I asked her, I just told her straight away. I was like, look, you know, I came into your life as one of two options. I came into your life as a potential solution to your problem or a guide, and you chose me to be your guide. And that's what I find is, if if you are looking or if you think that it is hard, you will create a situation that is hard. It is that fucking simple. People say, oh, but it's, it's not that hard. Great. Well, then you attract situations and your subconscious looks for situations that aren't easy. Simple. If you think it's not easy, then you will find situations that aren't easy. In the inverse way, right? Then we also uh, look for other situations. So if you think there's something to learn, then you will attract and look for people that you think there is something to learn. Now, my question to you is, do you want it to be simple or do you want it to fucking work? Do you like, you know, do you want it to be hard? Do you want to learn what you have, to, what mistakes you made or do you want it to work? And some people, right? And I find this happens with people. Some people are like, no, 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 I just want to know. Because knowing is more important than having it work. And when we find out that it's knowing, turns out that there's some thing that happened to them. You know, something that's blocking them some hurt, some insecurity, some something. And what I do with when I work with people one-on-one is we find out what that is and then we help them feel it. And we help them feel it, you have an energetic release. And the energetic release, I have single-handedly, because the truth is you don't need to know. You've never needed to know how relationships work. That's my fucking thing. And I always joke that I should make a podcast that says why you don't need a dating coach. But I want more people in my program because I think it's great. So that's why I won't do that. But I have single-handedly people gone from a state of confusion to a state of knowing in seconds. Why? Because of inverse law. And I'll get into that. We've, we've kind of said this more. But it's so fascinating to see this. When I work with people, right, they have this profound shift. They go, I just need to know. In fact, one person, one time I had this lady say, I want to become a relationship coach because then when I become a relationship coach, I'll have all the answers. And I told her, look, have it being uh, straight up, being a dating and relationship coach will not bring you a relationship. It might make you better, but it's not the thing that's going to get you the relationship. What will get you the relationship is meeting people and figuring out what you want firsthand. Very simple. You know what I mean? You don't become a basketball coach to play basketball. Sure, you'll get better at playing basketball. Well, what will make you a better basketball player is having a coach, not becoming a coach. Very simple. There is a profound difference. And so in this example with this woman, she was like, oh my God, I just need to know. I just need to know. I just need to know. Then we found out what was the fucking rock in her shoe that was stopping her from running. We got rid of it. We felt it. And the most beautiful thing happened. It was like she was a completely different person in just that moment. It was profound. And I see this. This this is like a regular occurrence in my life. This is like a day-to-day thing. It's so fucking amazing. And that's why I want to give you an example to the guys in a second as well listening to this. Because I'm very aware that now it's approximately 50-50. I know my brand name is still Get Him Hooked. Um... But you know what? I'm starting to get guys hooked on my programs as well. So that's why the joke works. (laughs) Um, But look, let's get into it, right? Uh, 
So this lady, she goes from a state of confusion to like, I just need to know, to a state of knowing. And then all of a sudden, when you're in a state of knowing, all of a sudden, all the answers that you've been looking for become apparent to you. The word is Satori, meaning it's a Zen Buddhist word. It's like awakening or understanding, like that feeling of where are my glasses? Where are my glasses? Where are my glasses? And then the glasses were on your face the entire time. That's what I love. And when you operate from that state, right, we get what we call automatic action, meaning you know instinctively what to do. Now, there is a, uh, I'll give you an example of this when it comes to guys, because guys, if you're listening to this and girls, if you're listening to this, fuck, like, this is, this is my issue as well. Like, the fact that I have to say, this is for guys, this is for girls, because fuck, it's universal. So maybe I should stop saying that. But for this story, um, I went out and there was this guy that I really wanted to show a really good time to. In fact, he's a YouTuber. Uh, look him up. His name's 1% Better. He's interviewed me uh, for a podcast after we went out. So that'll be out apparently in a few weeks. Um, if you listen to that, you're going to get a really fucking... Uh, confronting version of me, by the way, because I'm dealing with some people in that podcast who are very much interested in, uh, he's a guy who's interested in sex, right? And I am about helping people create a love life on their terms. So if it's someone who wants sex, great, because that's not just a man thing, that's a woman's thing as well. If it's someone who wants a relationship, great. Whatever it is on your terms, let's create co-creative relationships together because I think that's a beautiful thing, you know? If you're someone who wants sex, great. Go find someone who wants that too. Don't fuck around with the people who don't. Don't abuse people. Don't use people. Create it with a co-creation together. So I'm with this guy because I'm like, he's a cool guy. I want to I wanna show him what I do because he doesn't fucking understand. He's trying to figure it out mentally. And so I take him out and I explain to him emotions and I help him feel the emotions he needs to feel. And so he goes out and we have a great time. In fact, at the end of the night, he meets this girl and they really hit it off. And um, yeah, and so what happens is, is in this example, in this really interesting and beautiful example, he and one of my other mates are talking to this girl, right? Two people talking to the same person. Similar background, similar whatever, you know. But what's different is their emotional state. So their emotional frequency. So you can think of it like a radio. What they are tuning into. Now this guy, because I'd spent some time working with him, like just very briefly, very briefly. This is what I love. It's so brief what I can do and it's so fucking profound. But it's like very briefly and he brings out the side of her that's fun, that wants to get to know people, that is looking for love. The, my friend in this example, in that moment, not to say that he's always like this, but in that example, what happens is, is he's feeling insecure. So then he brings out those feelings of insecurity in her. In fact, he asks her, am I confident? And if you have to ask that, if you have to ask that question in that state, I'm sorry, you're not confident. Just really honest. Two people talking to the same person, bringing out different emotions. Why? Because it's the emotional state that we feel. You become a sort of beacon, uh, like, a, like a shining light. And that's what I want to help you with, right? Honestly, I want to create this in you. I want to I make you the kind of person that if someone's looking for a torch, 
You're the sh- brightest fucking shining torch. And we want to create a love life on your terms. Whatever that is, whatever you want, that's what we're creating. And that's the purpose of my six-week program. To help you understand, master, influence, and at an experiential level, create automatic action now. People who jump on it, they're having a great fucking time. But let's get into the final thing that I wanted to talk about very simply, which is the phrase, beggars can't be choosers. That was a Satori moment to me where I was cleaning the dishes and it just very occurred to me what that, what that actually meant. Now, if you've ever had anyone say that to you, if you've, if you've known what the cliche means, honestly, people say that to me like, beggars can't be choosers. I'm giving this to you so you don't have a choice, which is what, how we've been raised. You know, we've been raised beggars can't be choosers. You know, we've been raised by our parents. Why? Our parents fed us. Beggars can't be choosers. You can't choose what you're eating because you're begging from me or whatever. You have to eat what I feed you. Hmm, that's not a great way to live. And then this is what I find is a lot of people when it comes to their relationships is that they don't feel like they're a chooser. If, if you want to create a love life on your terms, you have to become a chooser. Now, the easiest way to become a chooser, right? is to start cutting out things. Very simple. Because inverse law, beggars can't be choosers, choosers can't be beggars. If you want to stop feeling like you're not in control, start becoming a chooser. Say now to yourself, I'm going to live life on my terms. And say now to yourself, I'm going to apply for Harvey's six-week coaching program. But straight up, if you want to become a chooser in your relationships, you don't have to start big. Honestly, what I would do is get you into a state where you're feeling it first. Because that's the beautiful thing. When you feel it first, you happen first. But if you want an action or something you can take right now, one of the most amazing things you can do is start choosing things, right? But one of the best things you can do is start choosing what to say no to. Because remember, when you say no to some things, you also simultaneously say yes to other things. That's the beauty here. So you might say no to a guy who treats you badly to say yes to a guy that treats you well. It doesn't have to be a profound choice. It just has to be a choice because those smallest things, right? The smallest things that you can choose have a giant snowball effect. One of the greatest things you can do, right? And then I have a rant after this. I'm going to fucking rant. But one of the greatest things you can do is honestly on Facebook, Go through and delete all the people that delete you in an unsatisfactory way. Doesn't necessarily mean acquaintances because you don't know them yet. But all the people who've tolerated on treating you badly. Because energy has a flow. This is what I do when I'm coaching people in other businesses to help them make more money. It's the same shit. This is why the people I coach in their relationships and dating life, they end up getting promotions or better jobs as a fucking result. Because it's the same shit. But there is a flow right? There is a flow. Like water, if there is a dam, the water can't flow. You have to have output for you to have input. And when you have output, what makes the input better is your intent. If you delete people on your Facebook, for example, this is just this example. If you delete people on your Facebook because you're sick and tired of, or if you, like, for example, 
let's scratch that. If you delete people off your Facebook because you want something better, that invites a positive flow and you're getting the flow of people moving. The opposite of death is rebirth. So removing friends, ending things creates space for something new. If you delete people on your friends because you're, you're feeling lack, then you invite more lack. Lack invites more lack. Growth or positive feelings invite more positive feelings. This is why we feel things first. We go straight for the positive feelings. And my rant is, my, let's get into anger, right? You people, right? This is, this is a thing I see girls do. I don't see guys do. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm strong about bringing the genders together. Like, let's just fucking get together. Let's not make it an issue. You know, do you like me? I like you. Great. Let's do it. Whatever. But what I find is, right, because there's the fucking paradigm. The paradigm is guys just want sex, girls just want relationships, which is total, total bullshit. You know it. I know it. It's bullshit. But then the paradigm is then perpetuated by people who... Um, play with it. And so this is what I mean. So I see occasion, I see this once a week where a guy will add a girl randomly on Facebook. And if you've experienced this, like, you know, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. A guy will add a girl randomly on Facebook and be like, Hey girl, you attractive. Wanna hook up? And usually what he says is 10 times more explicit. He's using body parts and certain oral sucking sounds and all of these kinds of stuff. And then the girl says no, which is great. Say no. But then she's a bit curious because she wants to see what he's got or what he's humoring or whatever. She basically just fucks with him a little bit. And and so she plays along and gets his hopes up. Then he goes even more. And then there's this whole thing. And you're just fueling that negative fucking spiral. If someone goes, hey girl, want to hook up? And you're like, I don't know who this person is. Don't give them the light of day. Don't even register on their, your fucking radar. This is what I mean by tuning into the right frequency. Because when we tune into the right frequency, right? You then attract and bring out those emotions in other people. And more importantly, because it's like a radio station, you don't then even hear that. But if someone else comes along and says, hey, listen to my radio station. It's deranged bullshit listen to it, and you go, okay, I'll play along for a little bit. You then perpetuate that in your own consciousness. So this is why if you have, if you have, like, if you ever have anyone solicit you on any social media and you play along to see how they go, great. Then you basically are inviting more of that. And if you get more shit relationships, that's because that's what you deserve. And I don't mean it like, some smitey deserving thing, but it's like, you know, if you lift weights, you deserve a body. It's like, that's just the fucking law of how it works. If you drink water, you deserve to be less thirsty. That's actions in results. So if you perpetuate this paradigm, you then deserve to have that paradigm perpetuated on you. That's like cause and effect. Maybe deserve is a bit too of a strong word here. That doesn't quite get what I'm trying to say. But look, straight up, what do you want? Feel it first, and then you'll get it. Now, I want to give some updates, because I think it's really fun. Let's, let's do some updates. So, in my life, what I'm doing is, uh, I'm getting ready to start touring soon. And I'm getting ready to ta- start touring soon by, and some of you guys will be very excited, because I know there's different people in different parts of America that are like, Come to America! And I'm like, Alright. But, look, straight up. 
I am getting ready to tour soon. So I'm uh, testing it because currently I'm in Melbourne and I have clients in different parts of the world. So next week I'm going to be in Sydney. So the podcast that you're going to be listening to next week and I'll be recording some videos, that's going to be in Sydney. So maybe the sound quality won't be so good. You know, I might just go back to using my regular headphones just for that thing. It might be great. It might be listening to like a phone call rather than a really uh, barely produced radio show. Because <laughs> I don't do this to edit this. I just do this just to talk. Uh, and I know you guys like to listen, so it's great, right? That's, that's an example of a co-creative relationship. This is really good, right? Really good example. I put it out there. People who want to listen to it, pick it up. That's it. It ain't harder than that. If you want love, put it out there. People who want love will pick it up. If you want sex, people put it out there will pick it up. If you want both, people put it out. If you put it out there, people pick it up. Not harder than that, right? So I'm going to be going to Sydney. Then eventually, I don't have the dates planned. I'm going to go to Bali because in Bali, I want to finally fucking finish my book. I've been putting it off. I've started rewriting it several times. I've got most of it done, actually. It's like uh, like 60 to 80% done. But the key about Bali is it's a few hours off difference from Melbourne, where I'm at. So that will allow me to test the um, time zones, how my booking system's going to work, that kind of stuff. Because honestly, I don't want to double book and working internationally, we leave some headaches. And I really haven't found a system that's good enough for what I want. Maybe I'll have to invent it in the future. But for now, I'm going to work with what I have. And then after that, the world's my oyster. So, yeah. I'm an example, and I've always wanted to be an example of what you can do with your life. People say we live in a world of disappointment. Who cares? Straight up. Who fucking cares? You get disappointed. So what? You're like, oh, but it feels bad to be disappointed. Yes, okay. Great. So does food poisoning. You eventually get better, and then you eventually learn not to eat at that fucking restaurant. Who cares? You're like, Putting on shoes is a bit of a pain. Who cares? You want to wear the shoes? Go do it. That's my mentality. So, and it's the same thing with your love life. Sure, you can get disappointed if you try, but trying is a hell of a lot better than not trying. Because when you're in an apathetic state, when you're in an apathetic mental emotional frequency, what you do then is you incite and invite more apathy. You know, you invite apathetic relationships. You invite apathetic things. You want people to do things for you. And then you end up going to things where people do things for you. And then you get in a relationship where you have to do stuff and then you don't work. In fact, I was talking to a client about this. Uh, we, we got her to tap into her passion frequency. So her passion frequency, and you will learn more about passion frequency in the 7 Day Self-Love course, which is going to be released on, I think, the 7th of March. Um, pre-orders are now down, so it'll be available for $7 when it's released. But... We, pa- we tapped into her passion frequency, which is intrigue. And she was like, oh, I'm intrigued in going to this event. And then she finds out more about this event. And it's like a very robotic um, dating event. And my joke was, beep, beep, beep. Do you like me? Beep, or like that kind of jokey, jokey, jokey. And uh, I bring this up because, because events like that invite apathetic people. And I'm straight up like, maybe some of the, not everyone who goes there is going to be apathetic, but I'm going to mean by apathetic. It's like, you know, you're tired. You just want someone else to do it. So you go to an event where someone else does it. Then you invite and you meet other people. Here's the fucking truth. You meet other people who also have that same mindset of someone else do it. And if you have a mindset of someone else do it in my, in, in my relationships or your relationships, what will happen is, is when the going gets tough, well, the tough will get going. Because you're like, can someone else please do it? But if you become a chooser, 
and you choose happiness. You have that progress mindset. You tune your emotional wavelength to the vibrancy, the frequency of what you want. Then what happens is, is you ultimately end up going to events. You end up noticing. It's like your radio. You're listening to a different radio station. You're watching a different television show. And people will come to you and say, what the hell is going on with you? My God, you just have become so much more exciting and passionate. You're going to say, my secret was Harvey. <laughs> but truth be told, it's the truth. When we get in touch with your the frequency that you want to live in, the events, the excitement, the thing come in alignment. They work with you. This is not just with love. This is with business. This is with your life. This is with general relationships. You know? I remember I did an intimacy workshop and I was, I'm thinking of doing this with a, um, uh, with a group of people soon. In fact, I might tour with this, like a cup, uh, might be a couple's thing. I'm not quite sure. Let's, let's let the universe tell me how it should be. But I did this thing with someone who was having intimacy problems with their fiance. And you better believe after we tapped into the right emotional state that they needed to feel in order to have that thing that when I talked to them next, they were like, well, it happened that night again that night and that next morning it was like it was normal i don't have any problems ever with intimacy like it just it's done i'm like great another job well done now let's bring it to the next level because that's what i love i'm always like what's the next level what's the next level what's the next level what's the next level once you get what you want what's next you might say but you know you might want to enjoy it and that's what people do once they get what they want they just want to enjoy it for a while but pretty soon it becomes stale and then that's where people want we we go like oh my god maybe the key is just not to want everything because then i won't be happy unhappiness is like disappointment so what that you're unhappy it's only momentary it's not there it's not like a whole thing so fucking what the amount of times i feel people they fucking give up because they're like oh i'm just i'm just unhappy you know, what happens when you get to the moon? You go to fucking Mars! <laughs> or you figure out how to get the moon to come to you. You figure out how to get to the moon quicker. Or you take it to that next level. We go to Mars. We go outside the Milky Way. What's your choice? So you can go to uh, gethimhook.com. I almost said Harvey Hook. Actually, you can go to harveyhook.com. That should link to just gethimhook.com. Go to gethimhook.com, and in the coaching section, there is a private coaching section, and that'll have a little bit of detail about my incredible, world-renowned, international, famously produced um, six-week coaching program. Now that, we get results. In fact, I call it results coaching because we fucking get results. And you can apply for a free call there. If you are listening to this, do not fucking delay because I might run out of spots. In fact, soon I'm thinking of training up some, what we call, I'm going to call them passion coaches. People that live life with fucking passion and can crack people open and bring that out of them. And that's what I'm looking for in people as well. So when I'm coaching people, I'm also looking for people who then can coach other people. You know, so if you ever wanted to be a relationship coach, it starts with doing a program like this. So Go that, apply for a free call. We can talk it out. We can find out where your situation is and we can bring the best out of you. But holy hell, you know what? It's not for everyone. Because when I say it's not for everyone, it's not for people who are apathetic. It's not for people who want other people to do the work for them because I'm going to bring it out in you and you're going to find you're going to do the work automatically. 
and it's so fucking amazing. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I've had very little sleep. I haven't been sleeping because I've been sick recently, but thank you so much for listening. You have been absolutely amazing. If you've been listening to this, it is 35 minutes and 27 seconds as I said that. And if you've listened to me that, honestly, you have given me 35 minutes of your life so I can bring you years of progress in moments. And the best way to do that is to jump on my six-week program because we can compress so many years in such little time, in literally just like that. I fucking love it. It's my life's work. Jump on it. I'm like inviting you to an art gallery and I'm like, it's the best art. And you're like, I don't know if I am like the first room is free. If you want more, that's great. And I know that people who jump in the first room, they always want more. So I'm just warning you now. So thank you so much for listening. You've been amazing. And make sure if you are listening to this on iTunes, make sure to leave this a five-star review minimum. Say Harvey Hook is my fucking bae. I love the the pants off of that guy. And also now this podcast is now available on Stitcher. I don't know what that platform is. I think it's an app. I I, I just figured out how to get it on it. I don't. I haven't looked at it yet. Um, but we're on Stitcher. Um, and there's. I don't know. I want to get on Spotify soon. Uh, and I want to do all this other stuff as well. Um, but let me know what platforms you listen to. I don't want to put this on YouTube. I want this to be exclusive for audio-based programs. Um, so fuck putting this on YouTube because I already put the Ask Harvey shows and this other stuff on there as well. Um, but yeah, so let me know what platforms you listen to podcasts on. Not YouTube, not any other video platform. Purely audio. And let's spread the word. You can take control and live your love life on your terms and it starts with your emotions with yourself. So thank you so much for listening. And this time I am definitely ending the podcast in five, four, three, two.